Hello and welcome back to another episode of BTBS. Before we get started, I've recorded these at home. It's not in some professional studio, it's just in my spare room. And there seems to be some kind of like aeroplane doing stunts above my house. So if you can hear that in background, that's what it is. <laughs> and also the birds are tweeted and all that, but you know, it's a it's a council estate shoved together in my back room. It is what it is. Anyway, what I wanted to talk about on today's episode. Is alcohol all it's cracked up to be? Now, one of the biggest barriers that you will face and what I faced when I was trying to reduce my alcohol and then looking to stop full time, you feel like you're depriving yourself of something quite amazing or something really special. It's something that quite clearly is a massive part of your life. If you've done it, the majority of your adult life, 20, 30, 40 years, maybe more. And then all of a sudden you stop. Even though you know you've got very valid reasons as to why you're stopping, whether that's health or mental health or just fed up of feeling shit, they're all very valid reasons. But this chemical, this drug, alcohol, has a very clever way of convincing you that it's part of your life and that almost like you need it and your life is never going to be the same again without it. Now, once you once you have quite a long period of sobriety, you realise you don't need alcohol in your life. But I think for the first couple of years especially, I definitely felt like I was missing out and that everyone's out having fun and it's this very important integral part of life and socialising and having something to look forward to and focus on and I needed that or that's what I thought and I think this is a massive barrier that people are facing when it comes to trying to be sober. Now what I wanted to think about and consider today is whether the things we think that we'll be leaving behind or missing out on, are they that good? Are they that special? Are they that significant? Can these things be achieved without alcohol? So, a couple of months ago, I put a post out on Facebook and I said to people, I want you to list me positive reasons for drinking. So, sometimes people think I'm being judgmental on Facebook and I do shove it in people's faces sometime about being sober so I do understand but this was a, a genuine post I wanted to compare the reasons why people enjoy drinking and still drink to my list of reasons why I don't drink some of the things that people said was stuff like it's nice to have a few after work relax unwind uh, and just switch your mind off from all the crap that's going off now that's a fair point that's a legitimate point some of the others were have something to look forward to on a weekend so you're meeting up with your friends and going out and socialising also stuff like if you're a little bit nervous or uh, anxious about being at a party or seeing people or a formal situation like a wedding or maybe a funeral or something like that, it's nice to have a couple and it just eases the tension. Again, another legitimate point. 
Um, my question is, can some of these situations be achieved without alcohol? Now, there were a few of the reasons that people listed, um, but it generally were the same like four or five things in different guises. Um, now, a lot of people who talk about alcohol and how bad it is and try to help you stop drinking will completely demonise it. Craig Beck, stop drinking expert, or I refer to all the time, who is the man, he says there's absolutely nothing to be gained from alcohol. And he's probably right. However, from experience, some of these scenarios, what we spoke about, are they sometimes better with alcohol? Probably. So, me going to the pub to meet my mates, I don't do it that much these days, but when I do... Sometimes it's okay. A lot of the time, after half an hour, 45 minutes, it's shit. If they've already had a couple and I'm kind of just trying to blend in and join in conversations, I might have a couple of alcohol-free beers, but I'm not on anyone's wavelength. And especially when they start to get towards the merry and then drunk stage. And it's not that I'm being judgmental or that they, they're being judgmental about me. Just the fact that they're drinking and they're getting drunk and their way of thinking is going to be different to someone who's there sober. Now, can you join in and still have a laugh and all that and get something out of it? Yeah, of course you can. If you had a couple of beers, could you, could you ease into that scenario and be part of it all? Of course you could. But then what is that saying? That's saying that to blend in and be the same, you have to drink this drink, which happens to have poison in it. Now, I know people don't always like it when I say that, but it is fucking poison. <laughs> it fucks your life up. If you have too much, it, it hurts. <laughs> it causes you problems. It causes you medical problems, mentally and physically. So you need to essentially put some shit in your body that's going to cause your side effects to be able to blend in and have a night out. That's shit. Now... Can I have fun on nights out with alcohol? Of course I can. What I found is that being around like-minded people, other sober people, my uh, opportunity to have fun is more when I'm around like-minded people. When I'm around drunk people, there's probably one hour, one hour and a half window where I can get something out of it and the rest of it is when everyone's starting to get pissed and it's just a kind of bit of a mush and there's not much to be got out of that for me and... I tend to just get quite frustrated and irritable and make an exit. Um, stuff like going to weddings and funerals and formal situations and having alcohol to relax into that, I get that. And the last two or three triggers that I've had to drink, which I'm so happy to have got through and not drunk, there was two weddings and a funeral. And oh, also the other one actually was when I went on a holiday and went to the airport. Um, and these were basically scenarios that I'm not in very often so I'm used to being in a pub now without drinking I'm used to being at the sports without drinking I'm used to seeing my mates without drinking but these scenarios that don't happen that often so holidays, weddings, funerals etc I've always associated these things with drinking alcohol so subconsciously my brain was thinking about alcohol when I was in these situations that don't happen that often again when I went on a holiday, I had the most amazing, fulfilling time um, without alcohol. 
fancied one when I got to the airport. I fancied one when I got there. But after that, once I got through it, I had the most amazing time. And it's the first time I can remember doing something on holiday where every single day was fulfilling and enjoyable and I got everything out of it that I could rather than laying in bed with a massive hangover and sweating and feeling full of guilt and regret. Um, the weddings, I got so much out of them. I felt how I was meant to feel. I wasn't feeling a consequence of how much alcohol I'd drunk. I saw my brother get married. Uh, then a, a month before, I saw my cousin get married. And there were special days and I was there, fully focused, engaged, and got out of the day what I could and what I should, not what the amount of alcohol I would have had determined what I should have got, if that makes sense. <laughs> so I saw everything truly in my eyes. Uh, at the funeral again, I came out of the funeral, went to the wake, and that was a definite trigger. The sadness I associated that with drinking lager. Got through it, spoke to all the people that were there, and felt fully coherent and in control, and like I got some quality out of it, and I showed a good account of myself. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with people getting pissed at someone's wake. I completely get that. I've done that so many times and I fully understand that. But I felt like the usual sadness, what I'd feel at a funeral, it was still there. But because I wasn't drinking, I saw it for what it was and not... It wasn't um, made worse in any way by alcohol. You know, as people get sad and then they drink loads, they get even more sad, don't they? And again, I'm not being judgmental, I'm just stating a fact. So I felt like I was in control, I showed my respect um, and I made a good account of myself. So, yeah, just a few off-top-of-my-head off scenarios. I think there's still some quality to be had without alcohol. In fact completely unregged that there's so much to get out of life without alcohol i understand why people use it in certain scenarios and situations i completely do is it all it's cracked up to be i honestly think if we had a list of the reasons why we would drink then a list of the reasons what's bad about drinking and why you wouldn't drink the list of the reasons why you wouldn't and what's bad about it would be 10 times longer than the good reasons. And I think that says everything. Again, just my judgment. Um, you might think differently. If you do, jump on my socials. I'm all over the socials. TikTok especially is so busy. Let me know what you think to what I've said. I'm, I love interactions and I love when people give me feedback, whether it be positive or negative. So yeah, from me, all I'm going to say is I don't think alcohol is all it's cracked up to be. And I worry that people will go through their life just using it and not experience how good life can be without it. That's all from me. I'll catch up with you again on the next episode of BTBS.